So she has to put it in his mouth. She has to go back. And then he expects her to say, Oh, I'm not only going to give you, sir, I'm also going to give your camels. So she has to go back and forth, back and forth. We all know how much, how much camels drink. And she has to continue doing this. What kind of sign is Eliezer asking? Wherever you get your podcasts from, or our own website, prismoftorah.com. This is the Prism of Torah with Rabesaf Aaron Prisman. This week, Parshas Chai Sora. I love Chesed. Shalom to everyone. In this week's Parsha, Parshas Chai Sora, I would like to share with you a game-changing frame of mind to think what Chesed is all about. And it all starts with the following question. As my friend showed me, pointed me to this safer that he had and let me borrow it, of Avi Bolag Shlita, my young Chavrusa, a safer called Abba Begvuris. The main idea I'm taking from there, I'm adding a bit on my own. And it starts as follows. We all know that in this parsha, Avram Avinu asks his Eved, Eved Avram, Eliezer, please ensure you go to so-and-so to my hometown and find a wife for my son, Yitzchak. And so Eliezer goes and Eliezer does what we should all do at any point in time, especially in the time of need of help. He davens to and he tells him, please, give me a sign. I would like this to be the sign. I'm right now next to the river over here. And I would like the following to be the sign that I'll know this is the right girl for my master's son, Yitzchok. Please ensure that, we all know the story and the details, that I'm going to ask her for some water. And not only is she going to give me water, but she's also going to give all my camel's water, which is a whole, a huge undertaking. The question that screams out, if we really think about the simple details, is this not called taking advantage of someone? I mean, this girl, according to some opinions, three, some four, some okay, at most 14, still, it's, is this not called taking advantage of some girl? She has to come, she has to not, and he asked her to pour it into his mouth, hagmi'enina. So she has to pour it into his mouth, she has to go back, and then he expects her to say, oh, I'm not only going to give you, sir, I'm also going to give your camels. So she has to go back and forth, back and forth, we all know how much, how much camels drink, and she has to continue doing this? What kind of a sign is Eliezer asking? And it must be that the Torah is trying to tell us something very important, because the Torah repeats this whole story twice, and we know that every letter in the Torah is not redundant. The Torah repeats this whole story twice, as Chazal tells us, and we see in the Chumash. Once when Eliezer davens to Hashem and asks, please, this should be the sign. And the second time around is when it actually happens. And then he says the whole story over to the family. What's going on over here? What is the lesson we're supposed to learn from here? And the main question is, how can Eliezer asks for, ask for such a sign from HaKadosh Baruch that seems to mean that he's taking advantage of her. So I think first we have to ensure we understand to differentiate between how do you decide when someone is a Baal Chesed and does acts of Chesed and when someone is being called, in Hebrew it's called Menutzal or in English, taking, being taken advantage of. On the outside, it seems like it's the same person. He's doing acts of chesed. So what's going on over here? What is 
we always need to define, define and understand, divide and conquer. Once we define, we can have something to work with. And hence, I would like to share with you the following story. Is it true or not? That's not the point. We're bringing the story right now to try to bring out the point, the chiluk, the differentiation between a bal chesed and someone that's being taken advantage of. And that is the following. Once upon a time, there was a cheder in Eretz soil, and there was this one kid in the class called Shmulik. Everyone knew, oh, Shmulik will do anything you say. He is the menutzal one, the one that is being taken advantage of. The Rebbe always asked him to call the principal, or the Rebbe asked him to ensure the door is closed. And so did the friends always tell him to do this, do that, and he did everything. For some weird reason, he decided to take his little notebook that he had in his pocket, not a computer, the old-fashioned notebooks, and he wrote down on a piece of paper every act of chesed he did. One day came a big veer from Chutzlars, from New York. He comes into the classroom and says, I want to share with you kids something. I learned the importance of chesed, and hence I have decided to take it upon myself to come to this class today. And of course the Rebbe introduced him, who was an old friend of his, to come to this class today and tell you that any act of chesed you did during the past year, I would give you a dollar for each one. That's what I want to do. I want to motivate you to doing more chesed, etc., etc. So, kids are working really hard to try to remember what acts of chesed they did this year. Baruch Hashem, the kids are honest, they weren't lying. And one kid said three things, got three dollars. Another kid, ten. Another kid, psh, twenty-two, he got twenty-two dollars. Comes up this shmulik, the boy that everyone is taking advantage of. Taking advantage of, yes. And he raises his hand and says, Rabbi, sir, I have exactly 2,555 acts of chesed this year. And he says, here, look at my notebook. I wrote every one. He comes to him, and on his table, he gives $2,555 to this little kid, which you can imagine is a lot of money. And suddenly, within one second, everyone looked at him from a totally different perspective. Instead of being the one that was being taken advantage of, suddenly, he is the winner over here. Suddenly, he's being honored by the whole classroom. Everyone claps their hands. Within a second, he switched from being the loser, let's say, for the lack of a better term, to being the winner. What happened over here? What happened is a switch in the frame of mind. Suddenly, everyone realized, wow, in hindsight, of course, it was worth it. It was worth it. He's not being taken advantage of. And that, I would like to share with you, is precisely the difference between someone that is being taken advantage of as opposed to someone that is doing a huge, amazing thing, which is called the Baal Chesed. It's true. Klape, the person observing... The maisim, the actions, the acts he's doing are all the same. It's acts of chesed, avadai. It's an act of chesed. He's asking, he's helping his rebbe, he's helping his friend. But at the end of the day, what does it feel, what does he feel in his heart he's doing? If he realizes that at every act of chesed, something's written up there that will stay for eternal, eternally, and he'll get rewarded for it, then that's a game changer. Suddenly, he feels, wow, what I'm doing is important. 
And at that point, he won't even care what people tell him. If people laugh at him and say, oh, you're being taken advantage of, to use the following word that some people do, is a fryer, which is slang in, over here in Eretz Yisrael, that's people use for saying, oh, you're just being taken advantage of. He won't even care, because he knows what it's all about. And that is exactly the difference. Who was such a person that realizes the unbelievable impact and the chashivus, importance of doing acts of chesed? That was Avram Avinu. If we look at the story from last week, in Parshas Lech Lecha, we can't even fathom the extreme measures Avram Avinu takes in order to doing Ratzon Hashem, to doing chesed. He yearned for chesed. It was a crash. HaKadosh Baruch Hu cared for him. He was so old. He was 99. He did bris milah. It was the third day for the bris milah. He was in major pain. And yet, he is leaving his house, his tent, looking for people, yearning, davening that he can find chesed out there. He's looking in every corner. Where can I find chesed? Finally, he sees three people coming. He runs up to them. He bows down to the extreme, begging them, please, I want to give you something to eat. Does he give them what they, they are used to eating? No, he gives them the best of the best. He gives them tongue, the best type of food that was out there for each one. In brackets, Eoiv, when he went through all his Isuim from HaKadosh Buhu, he said, but I did so much chesed. I had all my, 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 my tent was open from four sides so that it'll be easy for Anim poor people to come and ask for food. I gave them what they were used to eating, meat. If they were used to eating meat, I gave them meat. If bread, I gave them bread. So HaKadosh Baruch answers back, yes, but you were not on the level of Ramavinu. Ramavinu didn't just give them what they were lacking. He gave them something they weren't even used to, extra. Why? Because that is precisely the difference. The way we're accustomed to looking at Chesed like Eov was, is what's lacking for the other Jew? What's lacking for the other person? Let's help. Give it to him. Of course, that's a nice thing. We're not belittling that. But Avram Avinu went the whole nine yards. He said, or even more than that, he said, I love chesed. I want to give them more than what they're used to. Because I love chesed. I want to give. I get enjoyment out of giving. And how did he reach that level? Because he wanted to be like a Kaddish as we all know, that's what life is all about. HaKadosh Baruch Hu did this. Oilam chesed ibaneh zokt in tehillim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu built the world for chesed. Was there anyone out there in the world that needed something? No. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu was yearning to give. And then, and hence he created us to be able to give to us. So to Avraham Avinu, we know, v'halachta bedrochov, he wanted to be like HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So he went out of his way to ensure that he too will be able to give. And not only what we needed, but way more than that. Because that is what true chesed, avas chesed, like we say every day in Shmuel Esri, avas chesed, a love of chesed, not just doing acts of chesed, a love of chesed. He loved chesed. He was yearning for it. He couldn't take it. He was in pain and agony. It was a hot day. It didn't matter. His main focus is to give. He got geshmak out of giving because he knew that that was what life is all about. He wanted to give and he had to do it. He got so so much enjoyment. He wouldn't care if someone says, oh, go to Avram's house. He, you can easily take advantage of whatever you want you can get from him. 
Avram thought, this is like gold for me. It's unbelievable to be able to, to give. And he got this from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So let's come back to our original question. Why did Eliezer no, need to find a sign and ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu that the sign should be of such extreme? Is this not taking advantage of Rivka? Eliezer realized, I need someone that will be fitting from Avram's family. Avram goes to the extreme because he realizes the importance of Chesed and how much he loved it. I need to find someone like that. Not someone that would always have the perspective of, oh, they're taking advantage of me. Who does this Eliezer guy think he is? He's sitting, as they say in Hebrew, regel al regel. He's just sitting on a chair waiting and I have to bring him all the water. I have to pour it into his mouth. I have to go back and get it for his camels. He has helpers over here. Let them go. He had ten helpers. Ten slaves. Elamai. Rivka yearned for this. And you know what? There's so many proofs for this. One of them is, it keeps saying in the Parsha that she hurried to do it. She hurried. When you realize there's gold in front of you, you run to get it. You don't wait and perhaps someone else will take it away from you. You run to get it. It keeps reiterating that idea in the Chumash that she kept running to do this act of chesed because that is what was so important for her. Only through this sign it can truly reveal the level of chesed Rivka had. Rivka had the love of chesed like, like Avram's family had. A love of chesed, not just doing acts of chesed, but a love of chesed. But a person needs to come to this realization. The main idea we're trying to focus on is, the main difference is, do you love chesed and you're looking for it because you realize by doing chesed, you are becoming like a Kaddish Bulchu. And you realize the importance of each act of chesed. And it's not just an act of chesed, which you have to do, and then you feel like you're being taken advantage of. I don't know if a picture will be put on the website, but I'm trying for it to happen. There's a famous picture of the Heilige Rav Eliyahu Lapian Zatzal. He was an elderly person at the time, but still it was important for him to give milk to this cat when he went to a certain place to visit. And he he literally bent down to give milk to a cat. Why? Because he wanted to give. He wanted to give. Like, like Akadish Buhu. He was, he cared for this cat. So he something that will be able to reach this level and by that, mimic Akadish Buhu. And with that huge schus, huge schus will be like Avram and Yitzchak and Rivka and we will merit to have Bimheira Vayomenu, Biasa Mashiach. Amen. Thank you for joining us. This is the Prism of Torah. Visit our website, prismoftorah.com, where you'll find a full archive of hundreds of past every Torah. Subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and don't forget to share with your friends and family. Sponsorship opportunities are available for all of our episodes. Thank you, Yonavefa, for your recording equipment. Produced by Ellie Podcast Productions.